This is First and Gold, a football podcast with everything 49ers first. Now, introducing your hosts, Freddie and Pete. Welcome back, Faithful. This is uh, Freddie and Peter. We're super excited now. Schedule just released a few days ago. And, uh, you know, we're looking forward to the 2022 season. And uh, Peter, man, um, you know, that's been a long time coming, you know, all the hypotheticals and, you know, uh, are we playing this week? Who are we playing, you know, uh, on this week? And we finally, you know, got the schedule unveiled um, Thursday, Thursday night. And so basically just wanted to, you know, discuss it, see what's going on, see how we feel. Uh, first impressions, man, what, did, what are we thinking with uh, our, our schedule release here that came out? I think I think this schedule favors us pretty well, especially with Lance most likely taking over the reins for the San Francisco 49ers. I was hoping that we would have a little bit of an easier schedule opening the season and so that he can kind of get his feet under him and get a little bit, you know, a couple of the easier wins off his belt and then get some yep. confidence and then get a little bit of a couple tougher tougher matchups so that he gets a feel for what the higher level competition is going to be like. And then he can make the adjustments again with a couple easier ones and, yep. and then just bring it all together as we get to closer to the end of the season. Yeah. I mean, there was rumors and obviously smoke about, you know, what the first two, three weeks were going to look like. I mean, I was reading things that, you know, we were going to be on the road the first three weeks or, you know, the first two weeks. And so, you know, I was kind of preparing obviously at least for week one that we were going to be away. Right. That was kind of the consensus, whether it was going to be Carolina or, we end up finding out that it's Chicago. Now, you know, you say that, uh, you know, you wanted a couple of easy games for Lance to start the season. Absolutely. Right. I mean, there's no question that you want him to ramp up. And, and I think the season for me really starts week three, you know, um, against the Broncos, you know, primetime game at their house, going to be hostile environment. I think that's where really Lance is going to have to, you know, kind of elevate his game a little bit and uh, understand that, you know, a lot of the games he's going to play later in the season are going to resemble how that's going to look week three. Now, week one against Chicago, I know I got a lot of Bears listeners here, but, you know, I'll be honest, they didn't do anything for for me in terms of making me feel like they're trying to help Justin Fields out on the offensive side of the ball. They lost Khalil Mack on the defensive side. I, I didn't really see them draft uh, the, the guys that I thought would actually help them immediately, right, in terms of a plug-and-play starter. And so um, there's a lot of question marks with that team. I mean, they just signed Nathan Peterman as a backup quarterback. They signed Dante Pettis as a receiver who end up, you know, might, might end up playing, you know, um, more than, you know, I, I, I personally would have would like, you know, if I was a Bears fan. But yeah, uh, week week one in Chicago, um, you know, I, I expect us to come out, you know, just swinging out the gate and, um, you know, just kind of imposing our will on that team, um, which leads us to week two against Seattle. You know, from listening to a lot of different, um, you know, takes on ESPN and whatnot, it, it was the game I felt like, you know, you want to open up against an opponent, especially a familiar opponent like that, without having Russell Wilson now, I, I think just goes to our advantage. Um, you know, he, he obviously gave us a lot of fits and nightmares for for years, you know, and, and now that that team doesn't have him, um, I expect him to, you know, kind of figure out like who they are right and there's going to be some growing pains with true lock or geno smith whoever they decide to start and and listen those guys are going to have a long day against nick bosa and and you know jackson and you know javal kinlaw and you know assuming our d line's healthy um you know I, I expect them to create some turnovers and um 
you know, hopefully walk away with a, with a very convincing win. Yeah, that should be a lot easier matchup now that Russ is gone. And they they just don't have the same talent either. I mean, it's every year it's been a declining talent level for that Seahawks team. So, I mean, yep. you, you trade away, what, half of your, you know, like, what was it, three, four uh, draft assets for a guy that doesn't even produce. So, um, I'd love to see that for a rival. Um, going on to Denver in, you know, September 25th, Sunday Night Football. Uh, that's, that'll be a huge game. I think it'll be a tough one to win, but, um, you know, Kyle Shanahan scheming up offenses and, uh, D'Amico Ryan's like with, with the defense. And I think our defense should be very solid again, uh, this year, um, with, with the addition of Charvarius Ward, um, bringing back Jason Verrett, if he's healthy and then we'll have Mosley mm-hmm. either, you know, on the outside or possibly in the inside, I think it'll be. I think we should be very good. Uh, it'll be a tough matchup. They do have a lot of weapons on the offense over there. But, um, you know, you're going to get an uh, early primetime game uh, out of the way and get a feel for that for Lance as well again. Yeah, you know what? Uh, you're going to play Denver no matter, you know, whether it's to September or December, right? And and the fact is, I mean, they were on our schedule, so you're going to have to face those demons one way or another. I think playing them early in the season, I always – air on the side of get get you know some of those harder quote unquote opponents out the way earlier in the year because the teams that usually you play in the, in the first couple of weeks of the season you know they don't always look the same later in the year right for good or bad right sometimes a team could look you know a little worse in the beginning of the year and then they pick it up and then they're a whole different team you know at the second half of the season i mean that's what we did last year we started off awful right we were three and five i mean mm-hmm. you know the season looked bleak but then you know we go to the nfc championship game so I, I do think that with Denver, um, you know, it's not going to be as cold. Obviously, it's not going to be snowing or anything like that. It'll be a you know, 70 degree day, you know, evening. So I'll take it. You know, I, I think one way or another, you're, you know, you you have to, you know, face an opponent like Russell Wilson or, you know, as, as you know, the week after, you know, we're going to have uh, Matt Stafford at home on our you know Monday night game. You know, look, you're going to face good quarterbacks, man. You know, um, we can't avoid them. And um, and that, not to say that. You know, some of the other teams that, you know, aren't as good uh, won't be a, a challenge or, you know, um, a, a level of like uh, adversity for us. But, you know, I do think that with Russell Wilson week three, it's it's a, it's a good benchmark, right? It's a good yeah. measuring stick to say, OK, you've, you know, you've, you've played Justin Fields week one, you've played, you know, Gino or Drew Locke week two. And, and at that point, hopefully you're two and oh, so you're starting to get some momentum here. OK, so where are you at now? Right. Week three, you're playing, obviously, a, a Hall of Fame quarterback um on a brand new team and, and look they may have got some growing pains too um but it's going to be good to, to be able to go there and just kind of see where are we at right in terms of are we truly um you know a contender um and i believe we are obviously so i think it's going to be a good way for us to prove that to to the world on sunday night football yeah yeah those two two games are going to be tough and that'll really let us know what kind of a team we are and then going forward, I think we're going to have a couple easier games again, back-to-back with Carolina and Atlanta. Two possible teams that Jimmy could get traded to eventually if in Atlanta if Mariota goes down or Panthers realize Darnold's not the guy. Um, so I, I don't know if Jimmy would get traded there, uh, knowing that they're going to be opponents. Um, but, you know, for the right value, I think anything could go. Uh, and I... These I don't think will be tough matchups at all. So I think those would be uh, easy easy wins there as well. 
Yeah. Anytime you go away though, East coast, you know, you got to deal with the time difference, but, um, you know, assuming that our team is relatively healthy, um, you know, from top to bottom, we're just a better roster, right. Um, yeah, and a better coach team than, than the Falcons and the Panthers. I mean, the Falcons are in an identity, you know, mode, right. Where, you know, they just lost Matt Ryan, you know, through the trade and, you know, they're figuring out like what their future is going to look like. So, you know, you're catching some of these teams, especially early on um, that are still trying to put it together. You know, our roster is a little bit different than theirs, right. In the sense that we have, stable pieces you know we know who our rocks are we know who our our playmakers are and um it's just a matter of now bringing up some of the other guys right the rookies danny gray and and Tyrion, you know davis price who, who i think is going to have a very important role um going back to that denver game just because i feel like the game plan for that's going to be to keep number three on the sidelines as much as possible and so it could be a huge huge day of just running the daylights out of the football um but, you know, fast forward to week seven against the Chiefs, man, that that game, I'm disappointed that it wasn't a, a Monday night or a Sunday night game. Um, I'll be there. You know, that'll be the second game that, I, that I'll have gone to uh, up until then. But you know what? If you're going to if you're going to find out who you are, you might as well play the best quarterback in the league, man. And uh, Patrick Mahomes is uh, outstanding. I mean, he's historic. He's transcendent. I mean, whatever adjective verb you want to use. I mean, he's that. So I think it's going to be a good way for us to know, okay, just kind of like week three, I think by week seven, when you're playing Patrick Mahomes, um, if you, if you can win that game, that's, that's going to be big. That's just from a confidence standpoint, you know, that you can say that you beat, you know, the best quarterback in the league. Yeah. See, I think you get googly eyes for Mahomes. Like I, <laughs> ever since they signed him, they're, they're losing talent left and right. They lost Tyron Matthew, you know, Tyreek Hill's gone. I don't know yep. really who's left. They got a, couple of average running backs there. I don't know if their offensive line is as solid as it, as it used to be. Yeah. They drafted yeah. A, a very talented center last year, but outside of that, man, I don't know who's, who's he going to throw the ball to. You can double triple team Kelsey and then let a couple other guys that maybe caught what 10 passes in their career. Um, yeah. I, I, I think they're Kansas city is going to be the worst team in their division next year with yeah. everybody improving massively. I mean, you got the Chargers, they're loaded with talent. You got the Raiders getting Devontae Adams and Chandler Jones on the defensive side. And then um yeah, I mean, you got the Broncos like we already talked <coughs> about. They're loaded with talent. They're probably going to be Super Bowl favorites up there with the Buffalo Bills. Kansas City, they're going to be on the outside looking in and I don't know if they have enough to do enough in that division. So I'm not I'm not too worried. I think we can pull away and I think this one's very winnable out of like some of these bigger name teams, you know, that they've yeah. been big name teams in the previous seasons. I think Kansas City is going to have a significant drop off this year. We're, we're going to find out how important Tyreek Hill was to that team. Right. Or lack and thereof, vice versa. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If if if, you know, they're six and one going into that game or um, excuse me, five and one. Uh, or, you know, at, at least above a 500 winning record, then, then maybe, you know, it, it, he's replaceable in a sense of, you know, they can scheme other guys. And Andy Reid's a great coach, and they obviously have, um, uh, I wouldn't say their defense is top tier, but they, there are times where they can play like a top 15 defense. So I don't know if, uh, if there's going to be that much of a drop off overall as a team unit because, you know, they, just, they still have their, their, their horse back there, you know what I mean? And Kelsey also, um, is a huge, huge uh, benefit in terms of a security blanket for for Mahomes. But listen, you're right. Um, could they potentially be the fourth, you know, best team in their division? Sure, absolutely. 
agree with that 100%. Um, do I think that's the case? Uh, I have to see how they play the first couple of weeks without Tyreek Hill. You know, if they're, if they're only scoring 17 or 20-something points, then then that's going to be a big concern because they used to be a team that can drop, you know, 42 in a heartbeat, you know. Um, so we'll see. Um, I, I do like the fact that we play the Rams twice before the bye week, and the reason being is, you know, those later, you know, week 16 to week 18 games, man, if you're having to play the Rams, assuming the defending Super Bowl champs, and you're having to fight to get into the playoffs just to, you know, to, just to, to have to beat them, it, it just puts so much more, you know, pressure on some of those games. So it's, it's good to get it out of the way. Let's just play them. If we split the series, great. Um, but it's good to, you know, have a week nine by a week right in the middle of the season, bro. Like that's uh, that's going to be big for us, I think, you know, because then we have the Chargers on Sunday night. Yeah, it's 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 perfect timing, especially for the team that we're going to be playing. Like Chargers are going to be a very different team, I think, than last year. Um, oh yeah, for sure. And the, just getting an extra week for Kyle to scheme against them, I think it's going to help us out a lot. And I think that'll it'll because of that placement of the bye week. I think that'll um, give us a very good chance to win that game events against a very good team. Um, well, yeah, you're not really traveling much aside from, you know, at, the at Panthers and at Falcons week five and six. I mean, the rest of the, you know, the month pretty much of uh, late October to uh, believe the Mexico game against the Cardinals. I mean, you're you're in the state of California, right? You're only going down to L.A. before the bye week. But other than that, you're, you're sitting at tight at home uh, for a few weeks. You know, you have a bye week and then you're still at home. And then obviously you have to go to Mexico for the, the Monday night game against the um, the Cardinals. But from a travel perspective too, man. I mean, there's not going to be as much wear and tear on our guys and the miles that we're going to have to go back and forth. I think we do a good job just getting those games out the way um, in the beginning of the season because, you know, you, you go to Mexico after that, it, it's, you know, three straight home games and then you go up to Seattle, a 90-minute flight, you know, on a Thursday night, which if you're going to have a Thursday night game, you play the Seahawks in Seattle because it's a short flight and, um, you know, you're able to, I mean, especially with that team and not knowing what they're going to be, um hopefully you go up there and you know we we can get that w and then um you know it's pretty much just you know finishing up the season with two out of three home games yeah yeah i really like that that matchup with the cardinals in mexico city i i think that helps us in a couple ways one is that we're not losing a home game by having right. to do an international one so we're getting to take that away from arizona and I think we'll probably have a bigger fan base in Mexico City than Arizona Cardinals will. So it's kind of like mm-hmm. a, a double-edged sword there. Um, yeah. The one thing that's the always tough. Side. Yeah, the one thing that's always tough is that it's the altitude there. You know, a high altitude game. Um, so that'll kind of play into things. But I think you know both teams are going to have to play uh, against that as well. But I like right. that. I think that helps us out. Again, like I think we'll have more fans there, and we've seen against. Uh, like games against LA in previous seasons where our fans travel really well and that helps us out a lot. So I think that'll be a, um, I think that'll be a game that we can easily win there too. Well, and historically the Cardinals tend to start hot the first eight weeks there. I mean, Kyler Murray is an MVP candidate. They look unstoppable. I mean, people are talking about, you know, them going to the Super Bowl, and then, you know, the last eight weeks they tend to get some injuries. They, you know, they, they start mm-hmm. to fall off. They start losing games. They're not supposed to, you know, the Seahawks beat them. Like, it, it, I mean, that's just, I mean, honestly, that's been the last like three seasons, you know, of just uh, how they start and how they finish. So we're catching them, you know, during that window where they start to kind of, you know, backpedal a little bit. And, um, you know, hopefully we can punch them in the mouth and uh, impose their will. Um, honestly, biggest game of the year, 
But looking at the schedule, just a quick snapshot, I'm, I'm going to say December 11th, Tom Brady coming back to the Bay Area, week 14. Again, would have loved for that to have been a primetime game. Maybe they flex it. Who knows, right? I mean, that, that is during the uh, the flex period where they, they can move games. And so depending on the records of both teams, we may see that as a Sunday night game um, on the 11th. But that's going to be big, man. Um, you know they're going to be in it. You know the, the Bucks are going to be, you know, playing in January. That that uh, It's 99% chance that that's going to happen. So um, yeah, Trey Lance by that point, you know, will hopefully have had you know, some of his uh, his games where, you know, he can kind of get his feet under him and then the run game hopefully should be established. And by then it's it's all systems go, man. I mean, we're going to be firing on all cylinders. Yep, that'll be a good game, a good matchup. A lot of emotions there. So, um, yeah, it'll be a fun one to watch. I think, like you said, it, it could definitely be one of those that gets flexed into the primetime spot. And then after that, we got Seattle. Again, nothing really mm-hmm. special there, nothing really going on. Like you said, it's you alluded to earlier, it's nice that it's uh, – a Thursday night football game and it's close in Seattle. So it's not really, um, you don't have to travel in a short period of time, a, a long distance. So I, th- I, overall, I really feel like this schedule is pretty favorable for the 49ers, especially knowing that we have, uh, what is it? The fifth toughest schedule in the league. So I think it really, the way it lays out really favors us. Yeah, it's almost like whoever, you know, the the masterminds that created the schedule factored my feelings and, and your, <laughs> you know, logic into the equation because, um, no, I, I love the games in terms of, you know, who we're playing, when we're playing them, and uh, the home opener obviously is a, is a winnable game against Seattle, and then, um, you know, playing some of these other teams sprinkled, you know, they're all spread apart. I think it's, it's just a great um, segue into the bye week, and then, you know, finishing the year um, at, at the Raiders on, you know, day after your birthday on uh january one um you know at, at that point hopefully we we, we kind of start to look at okay are we you know what seat are we you know like how much does that game you know in terms of gonna affect our you know are we playing for a one seat at that point and so you know again that could be a game that they flex to to sunday night uh depending on you know how the raiders are doing at that time so it's gonna be um i i think it's gonna be one of these years where you know um there's going to be a lot of games that, you know, people are going to be wanting to watch San Francisco play, you know, in prime time. And so hopefully we do get a couple of bumps and and we get to play under the lights. Yeah, I agree. The Raiders are going to be a lot better. Um, and that'll be a fun game. Like, I'm trying to get you to go to Vegas, see if you want to watch that game. But <laughs> I don't know if it's because, you know, it's it's the Raiders. You, you're scared of the fan base or something. No, I, don't, I don't know. No, but no. we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll talk no. about it. I'll try to. I, I, live, I live in Seattle, and I walk around <laughs> with red and gold all the time. I, I don't yeah, think I see Seattle, it. Seattle, man. Um, what are they going to do? Yeah. Throw fish at you? Come on. What are they going to do? <laughs> Come on. No, no, no. Um, not at all. Uh, it, I, I think it's more just um, the timing of it, you know. But, uh, no, it, it's something that we, we can discuss. I mean, you know. It's, you know, it's 18 weeks in the season. So, I mean, you'll have 16 weeks to convince me to to go to that game. So you have plenty of time to, <laughs> you know, to turn, you know, <laughs> forever be to agree with you on that. But anyways, um, yeah, man, that, that's the schedule pretty much in a nutshell. Um, anything else that, that stood out to you in regards to other games or just one or two uh, that you're like, oh, man, I, you know, this may not be a Niner game, but I definitely want to watch this one. Yeah, I mean, we do finish the season off against uh, Arizona one more time. I was mm-hmm. I was really hoping for um, an opportunity to play them within the first six weeks so that we mm-hmm. don't have to worry about DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, but yeah, um, you know, it is what it is. I think the schedule overall is 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 really nice. It's pretty. It, it's not too difficult 
for the 49ers. I, I think we, like I said, we get a couple easy ones and we get a couple tough ones, a couple easy ones. The, the timing of the buy is just amazing. Uh, you, you don't ever really want to buy before like an easy team, you know, like just an easy win. Because I feel like right. the team, the players, they lose focus, right? Like, ah, it's, you know, we're playing, we're going to play the commanders and, you know, yeah, their, their exactly. records like two and six, you know, it, that always feels like a trap game. But oh, for sure, ha- having a, a t- playing a team like the Chargers, I think that's going to keep the man- mentality uh, of the team like hey we need to stay fresh we need to stay ready you know this is gonna mm-hmm. be the second half of the season we got a tough team let's let's focus let's get this this win you know we have extra time to prepare um so yeah i really like that well and it's a sunday night game at home so i mm-hmm. think it's the first sunday night game at home you know after 10 weeks um so i think there's a little bit of added you know just kind of like uh ownership and you know pride right that you are hosting a home game against a Super Bowl contender in, in, in the Chargers, you know, assuming that their roster lives up to what uh, we think it will be. Um, you know, Justin Herbert is on the verge of being an elite quarterback, if not already there. So, yeah, uh, I have no doubts that they're going to go into the week, you know, nine by week and re, you know, kind of rejuvenate, you know, re recalibrate and uh, rewire themselves and get ready for, um, you know, a hell of a matchup. But overall, um, you have any predictions on the record or are we, uh, are, are we, you know, counting the chickens before they hatch here? I mean, that's what we always do, right? We gotta, we gotta <laughs> count the chickens. So I think we'll be yeah. with this schedule. I think we'll be sitting around 10 to 11 wins and yeah. you know, it will be kind of on the cusp of the playoffs, depending on how everybody else, all the other teams play out. But, mm-hmm. um, and that all kind of depends on Trey Lance's uh, development, but mm-hmm. I, I, either way, I don't think, I don't think he's going to play um, play in a way that he's going to create a lot of turnovers, you know, and I don't think Kyle Shanahan's going to put him in a situation that's not favorable. Like if it's a tougher team, hey, let's just play cautious. We got our run game, you know, that's right. going to be solid. That'll help us get it through it. He's got a big arm. We can do, you know, and off of that, we can do play actions. So, um, and yeah. on also the other thing I've had the, you know, the biggest concern about is the offensive line. So, I mean, they brought in a lot of pieces, in the, in the draft and then undrafted guys, but nobody's really yeah. proven. And so that's going to be difficult, especially for a younger quarterback. It, yeah. I think you, man, I was just kind of, um, I was, I was taken aback that they didn't bolster the offensive line more, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't think the offense is gonna completely be 180 of what we've seen because you know they didn't take lance to change the offense they, they wanted to work him within what we were already doing right but also uh expand and be able to manipulate a little bit of the things that when things don't go your way or aren't aren't happening to script that he's able to take off on a third and eight for you know for 10 yards and a first down or you know he can you know, chuck it downfield, you know, 50 yards to a, a blown coverage and, you know, Debo's sitting there waiting for the ball, right? I mean, I think those are things that he's just going to be able to do. I'm with you. I think 11 to 12 wins is is the sweet spot for me. I think 12, I, if we end the season 12 and 5, I think that was a very successful season, you know? Yeah. Um, it's hard because, you know, we're like, oh, I mean, we're going to lose five games. Like, who are those teams going to be? You know, I, I, I think, you know, that there's just going to be weeks where, you know, you shit just doesn't go your way or, you know, um, a turnover, you know, kind of cost you the game, game winning field goal, team wins, whatever that, that, that just happens. I mean, it happens every team every, every year. So you're not going 17 or, you know, 17 and no, that's just not gonna, 
that's not realistic. Um, I think twelve and five is is where I'm comfortable. I think twelve and five, assuming that he he plays the way I, I think he can play. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's all gonna you know it, not, nothing really matters until week one. You know when you're in Chicago, you got to see kind of how things are gonna look. But even then, you know the way we look against Chicago is not gonna be the way we're gonna look. You know against Tom Brady week fourteen, right? I mean things just change and you evolve. So got to get the run game going overall. That's going to be number one for me um, is getting uh, Davis Price, you know, up and running. Trey Sermon, um, Elijah Mitchell has to stay healthy. Uh, you get those three guys kind of just, you know, in rotation. I think we're going to be just fine. Yeah. So where do you where do you think we sit in the division then? And where are these where are these five losses coming from? Yeah, you know, it's it's tough because. um you don't always know or you don't always want to pick the best teams to say, oh, we're going to lose uh, against Denver. Or we're going to lose against the Chargers. Uh, you know, I think divisional games is really hard to, to sweep. Right. Um, and to go a perfect, uh, you know, was it six and oh in the division. So um, there might be one or two there. Right. That, that's just going to come from, you know, L.A. and maybe Arizona. Um, and then, you know, you, you figure uh Miami could be tricky uh just because of the familiarity that 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 Mike has with us um and you know with having Tyreek Hill who knows what that offense might look like um so that could be a trap game too um in terms of you know they may be better than what we think you know um New Orleans for some reason depending on how their defense plays you know could be could be tough but it's an away game if it was in New Orleans I'd probably say that I would be a little bit more concerned but playing at home it's not like we have the best home record though either so you know that, that could be one. The Raiders could be another one that that, that could be um, a potential loss. And so, yeah, that, that puts us right around four. Um, you know, and then I guess if you want to pick no Denver, Tampa. you know, that You think that we got Tampa? Was that? You think we got Tampa? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think we lose that game. No. No, I think uh, I think that, that would be my five right there. Um, would be okay. probably Miami, Denver, New Orleans, um, and then Arizona and L.A., would be the five. Which LA? Oh, the Rams. I think we split with the Rams. Okay. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to sweep them. Um, yeah, yeah. Especially we'll, since we'll get, we did last year, they're going to have that that taste in their mouth. Yeah. But I mean, they won the more important game. So yeah, yeah. No, no, that that'll be it. But other than that, man, um, should be exciting. Obviously, we get into the off season now and camps, and you know the guys are the rookie camp started and. Um, you know, everyone's looking good out there. So uh, it, it should make for a fun next couple months of just kind of ramping up. Um, week one's going to be super exciting, man. Just, you know, opening up in the morning against Chicago. And then Monday Night Football, Russell Wilson's return to Seattle, man. That that That's just as big of a game for me as, as any of these that I just mentioned. It'll be fun <laughs> to see him come back and, and get that W. So um, it's poetic yeah, yeah. justice. The rookie camp, it'll be interesting. I'm always excited to see if there's any hidden gems, you know, out there and and we we signed what I think it was fourteen undrafted free agents. So um, yeah. I'll keep an eye out for that and and see. I don't know if you're interested in looking at that, but you know we could possibly talk about those guys um, next yeah. week or something and, and absolutely uh, let you guys know first thing. Go let you know. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, no. Let's uh, let's keep tabs on our guys because people are going to be coming in and OTAs and whatnot. So it'll be good to report and uh, you know give uh, give some insight on on what's going on down in Santa Clara. All right, we'll catch you guys later. That's the end of this episode. Stay tuned for the next one. All right, Faithful. Talk to you soon. Later.
Thank you for listening to First and Gold.